The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by mygrouptravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to mygrouptravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to theinformedtraveler.ca. This is the Informed Traveler Radio Show. I'm Randy Sharman. Our hotel spotlight is brought to you by Pipestone Travel Store. Travelers shop here. See their website at pipestonetravelstore.com. And every once in a while, we'd like to invite travel writer and blogger Paula Worthington onto the show to tell us about her travel adventures. And she was recently in Kimberley, B.C., staying at the Trickle Creek Resort. And Paula joins us now to tell us more about it. Hi, Paula. Good morning. So uh, you recently were in Kimberley, which is known for the skiing in the wintertime. And so give us some background on why were you there? Was it business? Was it pleasure? Was it a mixture of, mixture of both? It was all pleasure. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and Kimberley is in the east of me. So it's kind of nestled in the southeastern corner of BC. And, and uh, it certainly is known for its skiing in the winter. It has a fantastic downhill skiing area as well as uh, a fantastic Nordic center Um, and it's gaining popularity in the summer but it's still a little bit of a hidden gem and then I go and do things like this and tell everyone about it and maybe it's not so hidden anymore but that's okay (laughs) Um, it's fantastic it's a it's a really quiet place there's one traffic light in Kimberley so you can imagine getting around is really easy Uh, it's very pedestrian friendly and there is a ton to do there in the summertime. There's uh, two things that stuck out. It's been a while since I've been to Kimberley, but the last time I was there, it sort of had a European flavor to it. And they also had a drive through liquor store. Is the drive through liquor store still there? As far as I know, it's still there. It's very convenient. <laughs> yeah. Very convenient. I always thought that was pretty cool. Why aren't there more of those? But anyways, I digress. Talk about uh, what it's like to like, the whole town itself and, and sort of the, the feel you get for it when you're there. It does have a little bit of a European flair, um, you know, similar to some European towns. It has a downtown area they call the Plotzel, and that's a pedestrian-only area that's really uh, grown into itself in the last few years. You see a lot more patios and new restaurants popping up, and it's a really nice place to either head down in the morning, have a nice coffee sitting on a patio, or in the evenings, um, you know, it was it was fairly busy. There was a lot of restaurants. You had to you had to wait a little bit to get a seat on the patio, but it's well worth it. And the food options are incredible. Um, there's a pub in town called the Pedal and Tap. It's a bicycle-themed uh, type of pub with really great food, a lot of local produce, um, local salads and and different choices and, and featuring a whole bunch of microbrews from the region. And then further up a little closer to the Ski Hill area, um, there's a restaurant called the Barn House. And that one is, uh, you drive by and, and you see this, what appears to be a very old building, and it is. Uh, it was built in the 1650s in Germany, uh, and it was a farmhouse. Barn House means farm farmhouse and uh, and it was a farmhouse in Germany and the owners um, had purchased this barn house dismantled it shipped it to Canada rebuilt it and converted it into a fantastic uh, very slow food uh, local based oriented restaurant that features unbelievable German dishes uh, they have 
a, a great menu, but when I go, I just order the feast. And <laughs> those who've been there will know what I'm talking about. It's their family style. Uh, they bring out food for what seems like hours, and, uh, and it's an incredible culinary experience. So it really is a feast then. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, I have to ask about the, there's been obviously the, all the stories about forest fires in that region. Uh, was there uh, any threats or any, any issues with smoke when you were there? Uh, no threats at all. Um, you know, when we went uh, this summer, there has been a lot of smoke in the area. And, and we actually, uh, more out of choice, we chose to drive down the, the, the south route um, coming from Calgary, but uh, but through Fernie and then return the other way up through Radium. Um, there was a little bit of smoke the day we left, but uh, the days that we were there, it was blue, blue, blue sky. Um, Kimberley is known as being one of the sunniest cities in all of Canada. So, um, you know, in the in the winter, it gets it does get a lot of snow. I think they're lucky. It just often snows at night. Um, summertime is beautiful, dry, uh, very sunny, um, really nice temperatures. You can often get like, a little bit of breeze off the mountains, which actually cools things down a little bit compared to some parts of the BC interior and really comfortable. Uh, we were out, we golfed at three different golf courses. We were hiking. There's a walking path that goes right from um, the hotel at the ski hill into town and uh, really nice, uh, comfortable weather for doing all kinds of outdoor activities. Okay, let's talk about the hotel now. You were staying at the Trickle Creek Lodge. I've heard lots of things about it. Uh, and you mentioned there's uh, golf courses around. There's lots of things to do. But tell me about the lodge itself. Sure. And the nice thing about Kimberly is nothing is more than about 10 minutes away by car. Uh, and a lot of places, like I mentioned, you can walk as well. So Trickle Creek Lodge is right at the base of the ski hill. And a lot of people might think, well, why would I why would I want to stay there in the middle of summer? Um, it's actually really convenient and really quiet and picturesque. Uh, every room there has a full functioning kitchen and a balcony, which is really nice in the summertime to have your morning coffee outside. It has 80 rooms that are all either studio one or two bedrooms, so really easy for groups or families that are traveling together. Um, there's an outdoor pool, there's a restaurant on site, um, and like I said, there is a walking path that goes into town. And from the hotel, uh, one of the golf courses we golfed at was Trickle Creek Golf Resort, which is about a two-minute drive away. Uh, we didn't walk that one because you have golf clubs on you, but uh, it's a really close drive. And uh, and then the two other courses that we, we golfed at were uh, Bootleg Gap and uh, Kimberly Golf Club. And both of those are within about a 10-minute drive of the hotel. So you're up on the mountain. You've got the great views, um, that great uh, mountain environment, but a walk into town if you want and a really quick drive to some of the best golf courses in all of BC and Western Canada. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems to me that uh, they stay open longer than a lot of the go- golf courses in the rest of Canada as well because of the, the warmer weather. Is that true? They do. They have a really nice season. Um, uh, you know, I, you know, I think like a lot of golf courses, you don't know exactly when they're closed. It depends on what mother nature is doing. Um, they do have a little bit of a little bit more of that temperate climate. Um, and, uh, and some of them, you know, they're, they're on the side of a mountain. So they're fun. They're challenging. You're going up and down um, really beautiful um, holes where you've got, you know, a drop of a couple hundred feet between the tee box and the green. So it's certainly challenging. But uh, if you get frustrated with your golf game, you just look around at the scenery and you feel a lot better. <laughs> now, can you do both? Can you ski and golf or is the seasons don't quite overlap each other? They don't quite overlap. Um, the uh, It's pretty, it's 
it's it pretty much cuts off in the fall and then uh the snow starts to accumulate um and and then you're skiing starting in december so so not quite a crossover there's a there's a little bit of a gap in between there um but uh, the beauty of kimberly is they do get they do get a lot of great snow in the wintertime, um, fantastic skiing. It's not that crowded. There's uh, a lot of uh, a lot of place to move around and, and um, you know, not often he- very big ski lines, things like that. So you really feel like you have the place to yourself. And, and again, in the summertime, certainly the same way. There's, there's a lot of festivals. Um, we ro- rolled in and it was something they call First Saturday. So in the summer months, they have... Uh, a town kind of festival every first Saturday of the summer and of the each month in the summer. And uh, they had uh, bed races going on and a pancake <laughs> breakfast and um, different sales on at different stores and features at the restaurant. So there's always, uh, there's always seems to be a festival happening throughout the summer and winter months, practically every weekend, I would say. So if you're planning a visit, check the calendar, see what's happening and, and you can time it along with one of the great local activities happening. Well, I would think uh, just because of its uh, cultural background, Oktoberfest would be quite big in Kimberley. It is, yeah, yeah. You definitely see those glimpses of, of a bit of that European Bavarian theme. And, and of course, that comes out in a lot of the food, um, some of the festivals as well. And, and you still certainly see some of those um, great uh, kind of Bavarian-inspired uh, stores and restaurants. And that's really mixed in with a lot of a, a new feel. You know, um, Kimberly really focuses a lot on local business and independent business and, um, you know, a lot of great local markets featuring BC fruit and produce. Um, you're in an area where you can grow a lot of great fruit and vegetables and they really celebrate that. So there's certainly a lot to explore. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a uh, cool little town, Kimberly, BC. And uh, of course, there's some great, great uh, resorts to stay with right on the mountain. So you get the best of both worlds. Paula Worthington, travel writer and blogger, betterthansittingathome.com is her website. Thanks, Paula. Thanks. Have a great one. The Informed Traveler with Randy Sharman is brought to you by MyGroupTravel.ca. Got a group? Want to travel? Get a quote. Go to MyGroupTravel.ca. And to listen to the show online, go to TheInformedTraveler.ca.